Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Process Podcast. Today, I'm joined by the founder and designer behind ShopGenitang.com. It is a premium women's wear brand based out of Calgary, Alberta. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jenna. Hi, thanks for asking me to be here. (laughs) Yeah, so one of the main reasons I wanted you to kind of come on the show is because for me, I think the thing that separates, you know, a faceless corporation from a movement or a business that people can really resonate with are their core values. Um, So maybe you could kind of just start off by telling us more about the core values of your business and and how they kind of came about for you. Um, Well, I was in design for, I mean, I've been designing for like eight years um, and working for other people. I've just been around that you know, what fashion is known for, which is, you know, it's very cutthroat. It's, you got to treat people a certain way to get to where you want to go. And, um, you know, it was against everything that I believed in. Um, and it was like working with other people and being around that environment where, uh, but I love fashion so much that I was like, how do I change this? How do I do it differently? Um, and that was one of the big motivations why I quit my job. Cause I'm like, I, I, I want to do things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I set out to start my own line. And um, I mean, it was a very long process, but it's and every day I'm still discovering it and figuring out like, how do I do things differently? Um, you know, from everything from choosing the people that I work with, which is so important to me, because, you know, in fashion, like a lot of people will be like, well, you know, we'll just like outsource it, take it to a third world country, you know, make it for like five dollars and literally sell it for like you know 20 times the price. So it's so much easier, you know, it's, right. it's um, sourcing it and it, it takes kind of the hard work out of it, all the legwork, because it's just there for you. Um, but I'm like, no, I I want to do it differently. I literally flew to LA and back, New York. I did so many trips in a year. I wanted to visit like every studio, every potential manufacturer, and meet every single person mm. that was work- making my clothes. And you know, there's a lot of resistance. You know, like um, when I was flying out to New York, like my one of the production managers was just like, why do you need to meet every studio work he's like he's just like the, the designers don't usually show up here it's not normal for a designer to come to the studio and meet the people and they were baffled by it which i was like well isn't shouldn't this be the way that things are mm-hmm. don't you want to know who's making your clothes um and you know that it that's also one of the reasons why i wanted to source in north america too you know mm-hmm. like i wanted to to control every aspect of my business and change the way like that or how what people know fashion for which you know a lot of people's like you know poor labor and like unethical work and and so that's just one of the aspects that that I wanted to do differently and it's just you know kind of just escalated from there everything like sourcing fabric how I brand like how I caught like write my copy and everything it's Mm -hmm. I am super intentional about everything that I put out about my brand Mm -hmm. um because I wanted to reflect who we are and you know change the fashion industry in the process hopefully yeah that's so amazing especially coming from like a humble place like calgary and and even you touched on that right like in a world where early entrepreneurs are trying to have as little touch points as possible before it gets to the end consumer like with things like drop shipping and like faceless alibaba oh my gosh suppliers right like you're actually doing the legwork to go and meet these people that's what i saw on like your website too right there's an actual photo of the people who are making the clothing, which I think is just incredible, you know? And, and, and you touched on it a little bit already, but you know, you went out to LA, you went to school in Vancouver, right? And uh, for me and my own personal journey, moving away from my hometown was such a big thing for my development and who I am today. And I was hoping like you could talk more about that. Like 
what brought you out to LA in the first place and how did that end up influencing you uh, and your vision? Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver or LA, whichever <laughs> one you want to you wanna go with. Um, I mean, like just a little bit of a backstory. Like, I don't yeah. know. We Well, we kind of grew up together, but um, mm-hmm. it, hi, in high school, like everybody kind of knew me as the nerd and my parents were, were they, I, they figured that I was going to go to medical school like every other right. person, but I literally took every course that you needed to get into medical school. Like, I paid for the trip to go do marine biology for no damn reason. (laughs) Like, literally wasted my parents' money. Like, um, you know, like, paid for the AP courses and Mm -hmm. did the AP exams and, like, did every prerequisite that I needed to get into medical school when I knew deep down I wanted Mm -hmm. to do design. And it was eating away at me, you know? And, you know, I applied for design school, like, secretly. Didn't tell my parents. Wow. Um, And then when I got in, I I got in on a scholarship. And I made the admissions guy tell my dad on the phone mm-hmm. that I was going to fashion school. And that's how he found out the first time. And that was <laughs> me. I know. I, yeah, that's amazing. I love um, that. Crazy. Because literally, he's just like, what the hell? Like, you literally, you just took the exam to get into med school. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I always knew what I wanted to do. And um, that's, I think, um, that courage is kind of what drove me, that passion for 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 creating is what kind of pushed me to to take that leap i literally moved out to vancouver when i was 17 Mm -hmm. a day after i finished my last diploma i drove out and started school the next week Mm -hmm. like there was no break like i didn't take that summer off like a lot of people did figuring out whatever before they started university Mm -hmm. i literally started fashion design school a week after i wrote my last like physics diploma Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um which is it's wild but yeah it was the it was the courage and the passion to, to create and make my life how I wanted to do it yes. that kind of drove me to put like to move to Vancouver mm-hmm. yeah, like in spite of how scary right. yeah, scary or daunting it seemed right that's awesome I think like a lot of people especially Asian people mm-hmm. they can kind of relate to that like you know I, I know a lot of Asian people who are like just deep down in their soul creatives but our culture is so much surrounded about like arithmetic and like you said be a doctor be a lawyer be an engineer right so I guess you know, I want to even go more general with that. Um, like, going into doing something you're passionate about is already terrifying. But how do you do that in the face of, like, naysayers, but even more so naysayers in your most inner circle, like your family, or maybe even your friends and stuff like that? How did you deal with that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I <laughs> still struggle with that every day. Right. Like, even today. Mm-hmm. Um it's literally a struggle every day and I would be lying if I didn't say that like it's a hurdle that I have to fight literally every day almost like every hour almost because especially when it's your family who don't believe in what you're doing you know because my parents are immigrants right? right and and my mom's like you're literally giving everything away to, to draw clothes and to, to make clothes mm-hmm. you know like that's something that she looks down on um, and they don't understand it they think it's a luxury that I decided to pursue something that I love instead of something that, you know, could provide, you know, or be successful in their terms or in their mindset. Right. Um, so it, it's hard. I don't know if there's a right answer to that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, how do I get through it? Mm-hmm. I, I think I've been trying to deter, like define myself, like what I think is successful. Yes. Because obviously everybody's definition of success is completely different. Um, and I want to live a more fulfilling a sat- and a satisfied life than I do want a successful one in their mm-hmm. in their mind. And so for me that's success. Like mm-hmm. I I want so badly to give 
like and to to make a difference and have an impact more than I want to you know like make millions of dollars you know like that's not important to me and Mm -hmm. I think um my the purpose and like my intention behind it is is what keeps me going Mm -hmm. like how to like it's the big end goal for me and like the vision and like what I want to accomplish with with this clothing line and that's what keeps me going right it's but I mean I still struggle with it every day I'm like what am I doing like you literally could be doing anything else but why are you drying clothes and Mm -hmm. like it sometimes it doesn't make sense and it's hard but I think keeping just keeping in mind like why am I doing this my the purpose behind it is is what keeps me going I love that and I think that's so important especially for people who are trying to pursue something outside the you know box of what success means to redefine success for yourself Mm -hmm. whereas like a lot of people think that's monetary versus just being happy one of my biggest philosophies in life is like giving your greatest gift we're all gifted with something and like you said it yourself you always knew you wanted to do this like from a little kid you wanted to do this right and I think that's how you add the most value and and who who says that you can't make a million dollars doing what you're doing you know what I mean so that's freaking dope um so I guess kind of related to that you know when you're starting something new especially in the face of all these doubters you know in the beginning days typically for most people there's very little traction right like you drop um something or a piece of content or maybe it's a product and no one buys it no one watches it um you know now what you're doing is growing a lot and there's people recognize what you're doing but at the beginning do you have any advice for people or like even just how you dealt with it like how do you deal with at the beginning where everyone's saying this is stupid and you shouldn't do this and then you do it and it's not as successful instantly like how do you deal with that um persistence honestly Mm. i think every entrepreneur i mean it's cliche but it's cliche for a reason like Mm -hmm. you definitely need persistence and resilience to to get going if you are gonna be you know upset or disappointed by like if you're not successful you're not selling out in like the first week and you want to give up it's not for you 100 percent. maybe you're not motivated by like you don't have the same goals like if especially if like money is your goal and that's how you define success and you're not selling out in the first month the first year and you, you want to give up, then you're in the wrong business. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's all in like what motivates you and persistence is the number one thing. Like you, you got to fail fast and you got to keep going. And, um, I, that's, that's the only thing I, I got. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Um, so I guess related to that, like you've been doing this for three years now, that's a significant amount of time. Yeah. Um, have you ever kind of felt there was a point where you're like, Oh, I want to give up on this. Every day. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Mm. Every day. I mean, I, I I, think it's in the trials that I've been forged as a better entrepreneur and a better business person or better human mm. is through the hardest things that I've been through, like especially in the business. Like I got scammed the, my first year, you know, like mm. somebody took my money and literally took off. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, like it's... I've been through a lot of like, you know, terrible, like I've made a lot of terrible business choices. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just keep going. And again, it goes back to like the resilience and the persistence and, um, um, what I see for the brand and like what I want to accomplish and have that really push me to keep going. I mean, nobody starts out like, you know, super successful. I mean, if you talk to anybody, like they'll Mm -hmm. tell you, like they've been through some, some, some bad, some bad times but like it 
it all kind of molds you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah makes you better yeah i guess that love for the passion for it just keeps you going through all of that right so i guess you know you said you've always known that you wanted to do this even for me like there's old pictures of me like doing karate kicks <laughs> and like playing guitar and i wanted to be in a boy band when i was like six uh, <laughs> so like when did you first know that you wanted to do this were you like a kid like dressing up your barbies or how did it begin for you how did you know that this is your thing um so i mean obviously back then when we didn't have like ipads and you know you had to literally entertain yourself like sandy my sister and i we used to literally just draw on like a notebook we'll just get like blank pieces of paper and just Mm -hmm. draw um out these girls and instead of having dolls we'd literally draw them out like acting out their Mm -hmm. lives but you know like i was obsessed with the part where you like what outfit are they gonna wear Mm -hmm. and literally at like three four years old you know i was drawing and i and i like made up like these little fake brand names and stuff and i thought it'd be super cool to design clothes one day but like you know you don't really think anything of it it's Mm -hmm. kind of frivolous that idea of like oh i'm gonna be a fashion designer like how like little girls are like oh i'm gonna be like a princess you know and for me that was the equivalent (laughs) of that Mm -hmm. like i'm like i'm gonna be a fashion designer but you don't really think that you're gonna do it Mm -hmm. but like it, it just followed me growing up you know like junior high high school like I it always came back to that like I love fashion and that sounds so trite but like I just love the creative process of it and and um it just never left me mm-hmm. and to the point where like I I was like I can't continue like after high school now I can't continue doing living my life for other people and you know for my parents even like making choices and like changing my life um and just for them you know and I was like how am I going to pursue something and make it my own and I went back to like oh what do you love the most mm-hmm. and it was designing clothes mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm going to throw myself completely into it and, and that's what I did yeah it's incredible honestly I, I admire the journey that you're going on especially just with that context of Asian parents <laughs> and stuff you like know. that yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure for sure and I, I guess just keeping on that topic like you know in our culture school is so important you know, academics is so yeah. important. Um, for you, I guess, on this new path, uh, this more creative path for you, do you feel like school is necessary for the fashion designer coming up, or do you feel like it's in... Like fashion school or just school in general? Um, I'd say, like, let's touch on both, like school okay. in general or also for what you're specifically doing. Um, well, I'm such an advocate for education. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't like it when people say, oh, I don't need school, or, you yeah. know, I'm, I think that's a luxury, like a privilege for you to be able to go to school. Like, I know... I am a much different person because I was able to go to school. You know, mm-hmm. I learned so much, even if I'm, I don't directly use it today. I, being able to, to educate yourself is such a privilege. And so mm-hmm. I for sure am such an advocate for getting an education. Right. Um, in terms of design school, you know, I loved and did not like my, my program. Like there are things like there are filler courses and stuff in school that they're not all relevant to what you're doing, but it's such a good uh, foundation for like, if you really want to take fashion seriously, I think it's a great foundation. It's not necessary. I mean, there's tons of design, designers out there who didn't go to design school and are just naturally creative. Mm. But, you know, they won't necessarily know how to do a, a tech pack or, you know, drape like they would have if they were taught in school. You know, mm. there's a lot of that they had to figure out on their own. So I think fashion school in that term, in that like aspect is it's a great foundation. And it's not necessary, but I, I think it taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Was it was it the the course content that helped you the most, or was it the people that you met there? Like, what was the biggest thing that you took from your education? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Um, 
being like being around like-minded people is something um i i don't take for granted just because you know coming from calgary there's not a lot of creative people Mm -hmm. even in my own like friend circle i don't know they're not a lot of them are not creative you know and what i do is like an anomaly you know Mm -hmm. um but so yeah i definitely appreciate being around people who are so creative and they're constantly like thinking of like uh, what's the next thing to create it and like even talking about fashion and people who are in that space and they're interested in the same thing it just all nurtures your creativity and it it makes you want to be more creative um but you know like closer to the end of my program there's a lot of hands-on work where you're kind of figuring mm. things out yourself and you were working on our final collection that um i learned in a way that i don't think i would have been able to if i was by myself um, and having instructors who are in the business, you know, and have been there for 10, 20 years and they really know things that you wouldn't be able to pick up on your, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was all, all, um, beneficial. I love that. And I think that's a unique perspective too, because like a lot of entrepreneurs or people who are trying to do that, they kind of shun the whole structured system, which is cool that you have that balance there. Um, you touched on it a little bit about like, um, where we're from Calgary, right? And obviously we both kind of had that experience leaving the city um, for a certain amount of time. Do you feel like you have to kind of get out of the town you're from? Or do you think you can blow up out of your small hometown? Like, what's that for you? Um, hey, I mean, if you want to be a big fish in like the ocean versus like a pond, mm-hmm. like I think there is um, a benefit of like you trying to make it happen in your small town. Um, but it definitely has its challenges like even if i want to source fabric that's mm. not a thing here you know fabric land isn't isn't, <laughs> isn't gonna cut it you know mm-hmm. um it's things like that like the resources are very limited if i wanted to hire, like i was looking for like a marketing intern even somebody with like fashion experience that's not a thing here mm-hmm. you know like to have those kind of resources on hand you kind of need to be in a city where that's in demand but here it's like you know like yeah, I don't know any fashion interns or, you know, um, yeah, there's no fashion school here for, for people even interested in that. So like in terms of like people like and, you know, networking and you want to be around the, the same people with the same mindset and learn from each other. But mm-hmm. if that's not if there's no pool of people to learn from here, that kind of it definitely deters you. Um, it's not impossible, but I think being in a city where, you know, that's like flourishing with like creativity and fashion, right. I think is a definite definite bonus Mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure yeah I believe that wholeheartedly um I think I guess for me the since yeah in Calgary I agree with you there's like not a lot of people you can look up to for me there's like my mentors are mostly authors and like people who do podcasts like who have lived nowhere near here you know what I mean yeah so I do I think that's super important um so like do you have any mentors or like what resources do you have or like what, what things have helped you on your on your path like whether that's a person or a resource or um for me it was um experience so when i like moved back from vancouver i was fortunate enough to find a design company here mm. like of all places i kind of think it was like a god gift but um and she gave me a chance like i don't think a lot of people would have hired like a 19 year old fresh out of design school to do design you know mm. but she and i was persistent you know like i kept emailing her and i'm like hey i like i think i'm the person for this job um, and she gave it to me and she like, she was very upfront about it. She was saying, I'm giving you a chance. Like, I don't like, she didn't believe in me. She's like her first, ex- her first thing when she, when I came for the interview was like, how old are you? 
you know, like, and I was like 19, like I was literally a kid, <laughs> a, yeah, a yeah. child. Um, but she took a chance on me. Um, and I was there for four years. Um, so a lot of what I learned and a lot of what I know is from working in such a small company and like wearing a bunch of different hats. Um, so I, I mean, experience, honestly, mm. like it, it all, um, I think I took everything I, I only felt I'd, like equipped to leave my job from all the experience that I learned there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome that yeah. you just went and created that opportunity for yourself. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So I guess I want to shift a little bit more over to kind of like your business, like more specifically. So obviously you started with you know these elegant minimal slip-on dresses to the Ford Basics, which I think you know since then I've seen like at least your social following has increased a ton yeah um was that a conscious decision was this something that naturally manifested like how did this come about for you so it's been a little bit of like me discovering myself when i first started with the dresses it was you know i love the glamour of fashion and mm-hmm. the allure of that and i'm like oh i'd love to be in vogue one day and um you know create ethically designed clothes but still like i w- love the that aspect of it and i mean i still think that's cool um but like I started changing, you know, mm-hmm. and I was, I was thinking like, um, making, you know, like these beautiful dresses doesn't exactly align with who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I make clothes that actually last that people will wear over and over that's versatile that actually, you know, goes against fast fashion and is more inclusive. And, um, it came back down to like basics, um, like building like war- wardrobe essentials that you can actually wear like over and over and it's not wasteful and it's it just makes more sense and it just kind of aligned more with who I was as I was developing um, and so that's that's how that mm-hmm. came to be mm-hmm. cool yeah I feel like a lot of things just kind of manifest serendipitously or just like following your heart or following the omens I guess um, so for you do you have like a an end goal with this or are you just having fun with it are you just like kind of going day by day doing it kind of struggling with oh i want to quit today but then the next day it's awesome like or or how's this going for you i mean i struggle with that mindset every day like um but i mean if i i'm a big dreamer like i Mm -hmm. super i i believe in like having super big dreams but like if i like what i want the most for this is to for it to one day to be like a huge like basics brand that's well known in North America but like more than anything I want it I want to be able to like build schools and like Mm. have you know the Ford basics be like a charity organization and have it be female Ford and actually be like giving out grants to women and girls Mm -hmm. and stuff who actually want to do their own business because I've been Mm -hmm. through that um and actually be making an impact and having so I want our my brand to grow big enough that I can have even like a bigger impact right that's like the end goal and that's what i want ultimately um to give and to make a difference for for women like literally everywhere Mm -hmm. um and then you know like on this be have that be a result of like making like beautiful ethically ethically made like wardrobe essentials and you know expand into coats and like Mm -hmm. shoes and like stuff like that yeah yeah that's I love that. the end goal mm-hmm. that's that's amazing i think that we should all be dreaming big like that i think that's dope um so i guess yeah is there like a lot of this is like women forward it's a lot of uh, promoting women and and uh you know empowering women is that because you have felt struggles like just being a woman in this industry or even just culturally like where does that passion for giving back to women come from for you 
Um, I think a little bit of both. Like, I think part of it comes from like growing up in, you know, an immigrant household and my mom had a very, you know, strict idea of who she thinks a girl, sh- like what a girl or a female should be. Right. And um, like she, to this day, like she hates the fact that I'm so independent. Mm. She thinks it's um, not like feminine, you know, and right. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so it's like, I growing up with that like she kind of forced like you know this idea of like what a, what a girl should be like in the household for me um and you know don't be so independent um mm-hmm. you're a girl and you know like things like that like kind of growing up like that right. that definitely you know was a played a big factor in me wanting to be more independent mm-hmm. you know wanting to break barriers and like saying i can i literally can do anything um that i get i get that a guy can um so that you know that that has a role into it too but you know being surrounded by my girlfriends and you know um even my guy friends and self-doubt is such a big thing for for everybody and I believe in my friends so much Mm -hmm. and I want to like like you know like even in terms of like self-image or like encouraging people or fostering their dreams like I have like I'm so passionate about like encouraging people to foster Mm -hmm. their own dreams and like really just dreaming bigger and like like pushing them to to fight for their fight for what they want for their life um and then that just extended over to women you know um and I was trying to see like how can I change this in the fashion industry for me it was predominantly women um and then yeah that's kind of how it came out to be Mm -hmm. I answered your question sort of I love that I love that I love that a lot and um you know so I guess yeah I'm the same way I'm always encouraging my friends to kind of follow their dreams and do stuff like that they just want to do whether no matter what anybody thinks of that or whatever society or culture thinks is productive or successful. Um, so I guess, you know, do you have any advice or like encouragement for, you know, a girl right now who's like six years old, drawn <laughs> some like clothes for her next doll or whatever? Like, yeah. well, what do you have to encourage people to follow their dreams in the face of like maybe their parents or their friends or society in general, like saying that you can't do this? I mean, go for it like it's, I I mean there's so it's so cliche but like mm-hmm. honestly like if you want something bad enough you'll fight for it right um and I genuinely believe that you try hard enough and like you give your all into something that you can accomplish it if you're persistent if you're resilient you keep fighting you keep picking yourself up every time you, you like you know you a, a hurdle is thrown at you I think you'll get to where you want to you want to be whatever that looks like for you um you know I've had the naysayers and I still mm-hmm. do you know my parents still doubt what I do mm-hmm. um but I'm still pushing forward and you know it's kind of thinking like what's your purpose in this can you find purpose in what you're doing um do you love it enough to keep pushing it forward and it's how bad do you want it and if you want it bad enough you fight for it and you can go for it you know despite who says you can't do it you know mm-hmm. keep going honestly keep going <laughs> I love that I love that well, on that note, Jenna, like, where can people listening find you? What's going on with uh, Shop Jenna Tang? Like, let us know what's going on with that. Um, I am working on the next drop for a collection. So we kind of do things differently. Like, in fashion, you do four collections a year. But for me, like, I'm because I'm so intentional about everything I design and development process, we're, we just, we don't have a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, we just kind of drop, just drop things when we want. So I'm working on the next drop. Um, which will hopefully come out in the spring early next year exciting um and venturing out a little bit so like i think we're gonna do like trousers and Mm -hmm. things like that um good basics for your wardrobe 
but yeah <laughs> that's awesome and you have like a you have a black friday sale going on when is that going on <laughs> i do i do um you gotta join the email list for vip um exclusive but yeah we do have a black friday mm-hmm. special next amazing oh instagram gosh, where else can people find you give us some links specifics <laughs> uh you can find us at www.shopjennatang.com that's one n <laughs> <laughs> um and instagram shop Jenna Tang as well amazing thank you so much for joining us today jenna i really appreciate it thanks for having me awesome.